Hey everyone, it's Lady Tamara from the Lady Tara Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today I will be talking very, very briefly about some things that the Spirit of God has laid upon my heart. As many of you know, I love the prophetic. I love talking about the prophetic. I love functioning in the prophetic. I love studying the prophetic. And though I do believe that the prophetic is just one aspect of who God our Father is and what He desires to do in the earth, because I do have a prophetic anointing, I have taken so much of my time these last few weeks and I have really just been soaking in the presence of God and I tell you what, I am so refreshed in my spirit. I just feel a second wind has been blown into me. And without divulging too much of my personal information, I just want many of you to know that God is doing it. God is really working in and through my life. Many of you have even inboxed me to say, woman of God, you have such a glow about you. You have such a power and such an authority. What have you been doing? And all that I could simply say to you all is I've just been keeping it real. I've just been saying what God has told me to say and I told him father you're telling me to say this I trust that you have my back because I know that you would never have me to speak words and then you would allow people to come back and retaliate against me because I've spoken what you have said so I told God I will go for you you have my back have the angels the warring angels to be dispatched around me and my loved ones and prevent any spirits from attacking me illegally and he told me if you open up your mouth and speak for me I will protect you but when you keep your mouth closed you are being disobedient and then you are opening up yourself you are putting yourself in a position for spirits to attack you because you are disobedient so I stopped by today to tell those of you who are believed to be called in the prophetic that when you open up your mouth, you might have to say the thing that you dread saying, but God and all manner of heaven will back you. No one can shut your mouth when God have anointed you and opened it. Prophets are not called to have a shut mouth. Your mouth is anointed. Your mouth is where the power of your mantle comes from. Because prophets are anointed to speak, to proclaim. Well, then how can you be a powerful voice for the kingdom of God in the earth if you have a shut mouth or if you have a closed mouth? I pray today in the name of Jesus against every spirit, every Jezebel spirit, every spirit of Ahab, every spirit that will try to shut and clench your jaw and shut your mouth and cause your tongue not to utter the word that God has placed within your belly. I decree and I declare that you shall stand flat footed with with your shoulders squared back, with your forehead as a flit, and you shall speak the word of God. That nothing and no one would hinder you. That you would speak boldly, that you would stand on the word of God. Whether people like you or not, whether they respect you or not, whether they receive you or not, you shall stand and you shall speak the word of God. The unadulterated, unimaginable, unfathomable word of God, unwavering word of God, you shall speak it and you shall not hold back. When God tells you to dig deep and go far, you obey him. 
There are some people they prophesy surface level and soulish prophecy. That's stuff that they can think right off the back of their neck. Because it comes easy to them. But as prophets, God will challenge you. Your assignment will not always be houses, cars, land, money. You're going to have to prophesy some hard things. God sends his prophets on hard assignments. The people, the nations of this world, they need to hear God. They need to hear what God is really saying. Not what he believes to occur, but what he already knows is happening. Because God doesn't have to question what is happening. God already knows. Any prophet today who is without knowledge and understanding as to what's going on in the world in which we live in, something is wrong with your prophetic discernment. Because God does nothing except he reveal it unto his servants, the prophets. CNN and every other news network should not be the source of where you get your information from. You want to get your information from on your face when you go to the throne, when you take yourself and you lay prostrate at the feet of Jesus. That's where you get your revelation from. That's where you get your power from. That's where you get your boldness from. That's where you get your peace from. That is where your protection is. In the presence of our God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. This word is for the prophets tonight. God said that he wants you to stop being intimidated by people who have no God-given authority to shut your mouth. A person can't make you be quiet if they don't have the authority to shut your mouth. Powerless people can't shut me up because they didn't give me my power so they can't take it from me. Speak the word that God has placed within your belly to speak and get out of the way. People don't have to believe you and you don't have to stand there and contest and argue and even discourse with unruly and disrespectful peers. Let them say what they want to say. Let them believe what they want to believe. Your responsibility is not to make a believer out of anybody. The Bible never talked about a prophet making anybody believe or forcing anybody. Your responsibility is to speak with thus saith the Lord. And it is up to them to accept it or to deny it. People can't receive the prophetic word except the Holy Ghost is breathing and is present. So make certain that when you utter the word of God, that you have been in the presence of God, that the spirit of God have spoken to you and have given you permission to utter. Because everything we know and everything that we feel and everything that we see does not indicate that that moment is the right moment for release. We have to know when to release. God spoke some things to me last week and I just can't say. I cannot say he has not permitted me to say. He said because it's out of season. He said I don't want you praying about what it means. I don't want you coming to me back and forth. Oh God tell me what that means. What is that? He said I'll reveal it in my specific time. He said I gave you a glimpse of what was to come so you can know how to prepare yourself. 
You know, we have prophets that are playing games. Souls are at stake. Lives are at stake. Everybody wants to be a prophet, but I'm telling you to live this thing is no joke. You gonna know real prophets because no matter what is being said about them, they will stand on the word of God. A false prophet, the first time people come up against them and challenge them, they bow down or they bow out. Well, I'm here to tell you, I'm not bowing down and I'm not bowing out. I don't care what anybody says because I know who I am and whose I am and you ought to know too. When Elijah had to stand and prove that our God was God, he did not become intimidated by them challenging him. My God, we can't whimper out and get afraid and get intimidated. Yes, we understand all that's happening in the world system. That has been prophesied years ago. Just because of what happened with the government today has no indication on the people who are saying it that they are prophets. Because that was stuff that was said in the yesteryears. Go back and do your research prophetically about the prophetic words that have been uttered with regards to our country, the United States. This has been prophesied. This is no shock to a real prophet. But what gets me is that so many prophets are so stuck in what has happened today. They're not even focusing on what God have already spoke about tomorrow and the months to come and the weeks and the years to come. We have to understand God is in our today. He was in our yesterday and he's already in our tomorrow. The people know the American public knows what happened today. But do you have a word for them for tomorrow? Do you have hope? Because the prophetic word is the word of hope from God, from heaven to the people who live in the earth. We like to say, well, God didn't say what was going to come to pass in the next few months. So I need to prepare myself and I need to listen to what the news is telling me. Your, your news is not that news. If you are a kingdom citizen, the news is just to inform you on what's going on in the world system. But your news, your news is the good news, the gospel message. You know, we don't have to seek CNN. The word says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. A lot of people don't know what righteousness means. You can't be in the kingdom and not be righteous. Righteous means to be in right standing with God, to be in proper alignment with God. It doesn't mean that you are perfect or flawless. It means that you are pursuing daily to stay within the confinements of God's grace. That you are not doing any and everything that you're big and bold enough to do. Because when you test God like that, you don't fear him. And you're definitely not kingdom minded. So we're going to seek ye first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. Or his right way of doing things in the earth. 
All these things shall be added unto us. We are not going to be concerned about tomorrow, what we will eat, what we will drink, what we will wear. Where will we go? Because all of those questions are already answered in our eternity, in our future, if we are really living out this thing. You know, I said something the other day. It's easy for people to tell you what to do and they're not doing it themselves. Anybody that tells you living this gospel message and, 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 and I say living it because you are greater than um, any message you will ever be able to preach. Your lifestyle is your testimony. Your lifestyle is your sermon. You are a living epistle. So when people see you, they ought to read the story. One of the greatest stories that have never been told. It's easy. It's easy for us to point the finger at the president and at Congress and at everybody else. But what responsibility will you accept in this? Because if you be a prophet just like me and everybody else, we all have a major responsibility in what's taking place in the earth. We can't make people listen to us, but we can position ourselves politically and educationally that our voices would be heard so many people are fighting to be heard by the wrong people baby I'm not trying to be heard by you if you don't have any authority to change things I want to be heard by people that have the power and the influence to change what's going on in our country and I don't say that to be arrogant but why would you be concerned about what people who are on the same level as you have to say about what God has spoken through you when the truth of the matter is God didn't anoint you for the people that you're connected to. God anointed you for something greater. There's nothing wrong with knowing that you are anointed for greater. Christ himself, he was sent to the earth for the Jews. But when they did not receive him, he understood the mindset of the Jewish culture. He understood the Jewish people. He still loved them, but he made himself accessible to those who were afar off from him because he understood that just because they don't want to hear me, that doesn't mean nobody else doesn't or somebody else doesn't. So I speak prophetically in your life tonight. That God would greatly enlarge your territory. That people from afar would be looking for you. That people would begin to call for you by name. That people would begin to summon you. That people would begin to pray. And that the spirit of God would lead you. Into places where you have more influence. More power. More of an impact. If everybody has the same mentality. And everybody's trying to do the same thing little to nothing will be done because everybody is trying to do the same thing we must all pray and we must all be in faith as a community of believers but your assignment is not my assignment my assignment is not your assignment find where your assignment is find out what you're supposed to do find out how to do it and do that work your sphere of influence too many people who know nothing about politics wants to tell the president what to do and what he should do and what he should not do and what Congress should do and what they should not do. And they are not even educated politically. They don't understand the Democrats from the Republicans. They don't understand any of that. Before you can speak on a matter, you need to understand it. 
prophets, or political gifts. Foundationally, endoma gifts. So, we're supposed to, not, a, not every prophet, but a great majority of the prophets should be able to have an impact politically, socioeconomically. You know, your voice is supposed to impact society, not just the church. You have to know how to position yourself at the feet of Jesus so that he can prepare you to use you and send you far for his glory. God is not desiring that everybody sit in the local church and wither away and die. You're not being used. You have so much of an anointing upon your life, but it's going unnoticed. You're falling through the cracks in the church because all they seem to think about is the simplicity of the gospel. They have not tapped into anything deep. And God had put a word in your belly for the nations, but yet you sitting there. And I'm not saying leave your church, but I'm saying you have to ask God to show you how to strategize that you might be used for the greater good of the kingdom of God. It's time to find your set place. Some people have gotten so tired and so fatigued with church foolishness that they just took a seat and now they're withering away and dying. A valley of dry bones. But I speak that the flesh and all manners of skin and vitality would grow back on those dry bones and that you shall live again. God has need of you. The kingdom have need of you. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Don't sit there and let people let you die. Don't sit there and get dusty and full of cobwebs in the spirit. Because you have failed to move According to faith and obey the voice of God. Go to your leader. Tell him what God is saying. Pray and fast. Seek God's face. And then you move according to how God sees fit. Just because some people have grown stagnant doesn't mean the kingdom stops. The world is still revolving on her axis. Even when calamities strike. When terrorism strikes, the world still turns on the axis. The earth. When the economy takes a plunge, still revolving on the axis. When the body of Christ takes a hit, still revolving. We have to keep moving. Don't get depressed. Don't get frustrated. Don't throw in the towel. Don't shut the doors to the ministry. This is not the time to bow down. This is the time to be bold and stand tall for the kingdom. Warriors don't break. After the first hit, it takes a lot to destroy a warrior. Stand on the promises of God. Stand on the word of God. Apostles continue to build. Prophets continue to proclaim. Evangelists continue to win souls. Pastors and shepherds continue to tend and mend God's sheep. Teachers continue to reveal what God has spoken to you. This is not the time to bow down. This is the time to stand tall. I hear the spirit of God say to speak that into your life today. Be encouraged, people of God. Be encouraged. 
what has taken place in our country, this is going to last a very short time. It won't last forever. God is eternal and he will not have his people to suffer. God loves us too much and he will not punish us because of any faulty systems in the federal government. God takes care of his own. The Bible says the father gives good gifts to his children. God is not going to punish you because of something that I've done or vice versa. He's going to punish you. Yes, we live in the world. Yes, we are being impacted by what's happening. But your happiness and your livelihood should not be predicated upon what's going on with Congress and the president. Pray. Of course, we need to pray. This is the nation that we live in. But you are of another kingdom. We are theocratic. We are not democratic and we are not Republican. We are theocratic. God's government. We are undefeated. My God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Do not be dismayed. Continue to fast, seek God's face and pray. Pray for your beloved. Pray for the foreign nations of the world. Pray for peace. World peace. Pray for unity in the body of Christ. Pray for the purging of the body of Christ. We've suffered enough scandal. It's time for us to move on to a place of wholeness. The people need hope and you are the hope that they need because you go for Christ. The hope of glory. My God from Zion. God bless you people of God. I just had to exhort. I just had to give God all the glory, honor, and the praise. I thank you for tuning in. I'm going to pray and then I'm going to close out. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we come on this evening just to lift up your name to say thank you. Thank you that we are a part of the greatest system. We are kingdom citizens. We are your ambassadors. Thank you for looking out for us. Thank you that we have a place that we can go when we are weary and when we need rest, when we need restoration. God, thank you that we can go to you when we need security, when we need counsel. Oh, master, bless your name. Thank you for your darling son, Jesus, the Christ that saves, who did save and who is still saving. Thank you right now for those that are listening who are not saved but who desire to know you in the pardon of their sins. I pray that they would confess with their mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in their heart that God the Father, that you have raised your only begotten Son from the grave and that they would be saved and that they would seek out a Bible-teaching church where they can grow and mature in the things of God. Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus for the lost, for the backslidden, O oh God. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every child, for every young woman and young man who's battling with their sexuality, for every grown person who's battling with their sexuality, for every minister who's struggling behind closed doors with his or her sexuality. Oh, Father, we pray against those spirits of deception in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, I come tonight, Father, to pray and to intercede for the leaders in the body of Christ. All across this great nation and the nations. That you would lift up their heads, oh God. 
in the name of Jesus, Father, that you would allow the people to undergird their leader and lift them up in prayer. Oh, God, that the church would be the ark of safety again, where the weary would run, oh, God, Father, to hear what thus saith the Lord. I pray for the prophets and the apostles tonight, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, that they would walk together in unity, Father, that we would unify as never before. God, I pray for the bishops. I pray for the elders, oh God, the seniors, oh God, in the ministry who have gone weary, oh God. I pray that respect would come back to the house of God. That there would be no more scheming and lying and manipulating and whoremongering. And woman chasing and man chasing. Oh God, no more lying, no more deception. Oh, Father, we pray tonight in the name of Jesus, God, for purification, oh God, the great purging in the house of God. Where many have walked away from the local church because of the sins of a small few, oh God, I praise you tonight. And I believe that you will send your beloved back to the house of God that they would be able to sit and learn. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, that strength would come back to the whole body of Christ. But there is disunity, God, unify us. Where there is discord, oh God, unite us, oh God. Give us peace, allow us to walk in love and respect and compassion for ye one another, oh God, I praise you tonight. I pray for those who are yet in bereavement, oh God, those who are dealing with the loss of a loved one, oh God, I pray tonight for their heart. Touch the families, Father. Too many to name of those who have lost their dearly beloved, oh Father, in the last few weeks and days, even today, oh God. Father, I pray the prayer of protection and covering, the blood of Jesus covering over every person listening, oh God. Even over the airwaves, oh God, I pray for every intercessor, oh Father, in the name of Jesus, that you would release them from the burdens that they carry for the people, that their weight would be light, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I pray for every musician, God, that he would play or that she would play and sing only the notes of heaven, oh God. We come against the flesh and carnality, Father, in the name of Jesus, for every born-again child of God. Oh, Father, I pray for dance ministers, oh God, those that are fatigued, those whose bodies are being used as vessels of honor, oh God. I pray right now, even for the supernatural, I pray for healing because you said these signs shall follow them that believe. God, I pray against the spirit of cancer, the spirit of suicide, the spirit of HIV and AIDS, the spirit of emphysema, the spirit of aneurysms, all diseases of the heart and mind, all diseases of the limbs, oh God. Oh Father, we come against every attack against the nervous system, oh God. We come against every attack right now, God. God, against every attack against the immune system and the whole body. Oh, Father, from the crown of the head to the soles of the feet, God, that you would protect your people. Oh, God, Father, we come against heart attack and stroke in the name of Jesus. We come against sleep apnea and asthma, oh, Father, in the name of Jesus. I see somebody right now struggling with asthma, but we come against it. And we come against that spirit behind it, which is anxiety. Oh, Father, we speak peace right now. Peace that surpasses all understanding, oh, God, which would guard their hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Oh, Father, I pray against every attack against one's finances. Oh, God, I pray in the name of Jesus that the people of God would have more than enough. And that even a government shutdown would not stop the manifestation 
of the drop down of the resources that you have for your people. Drop down the blessings as never before, God. Oh God, we speak against division, oh Father. We come against racial wars, oh God. We come against even the false rumors of wars, oh God. We speak peace in the Middle East, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And Father, we speak peace, more importantly, in the house. I speak peace over every person's house tonight that is listening, oh God. Oh Father, we speak peace even over the airways, oh God, over the various teleconferences, oh Father. We speak peace in the name of Jesus, oh Father. Oh glory to God, on social media, God. That we will use it as a tool for evangelism and ministry and not to destroy and belittle our peers and brothers and sisters and more importantly, the lost. Oh, Father, my Lord, my Redeemer, it is in you that we have all our strength. And I thank you tonight for all that you will do, God. I call it so and I call it done in the mighty, precious name of Jesus. Oh, And I pray tonight for those of you that are withholding yourself from being used of God, that you would open up your mouth and tell God, yes, open up your mouth and tell God, yes, hallelujah, open up your mouth and tell God, yes, hallelujah, oh, bless the name of the Lord Jesus, open up your mouth and tell him yes, right there, wherever you are, yes, God, yes, God, yes, God, from the bottom of our heart, to the depths of our soul, God, we say yes to you again tonight. Oh God, we bless you, Father, and forgive us if we have sinned. Forgive us if we have wronged anyone, oh God. Forgive us if we spoke presumptuously, oh God. Forgive us, oh Father, if we have spoken any form of accusations, oh God. Falsely, God, forgive us in the mighty, precious name of Jesus, God. And Father, we pray tonight for more of your forgiveness, more of your patience, more of your long-suffering. Oh God, give us more of your grace, oh God. We need it like never before. Oh, Father, I pray tonight as your intercessor, not for the people, but ask the people, God. Oh, Father, and I pray that you would protect me and my home, oh, God. Protect me and my loved ones, oh, God, that nothing would come within the parameters to try to attack my family and I. Oh, God, I bless your holy name, and I thank you for all that you are doing in this season. It is in the name of Jesus, in the name of Yahushua, that we pray. Amen and glory to God. Father, we love you and we thank you tonight. God bless you, people of God. I love you and I'll be speaking with many of you very, very soon. Go in peace and continue to serve our Lord. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus.